Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Support the show by donating at themusicbuds.com. Thank you. Everybody, welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 28, and my name is Henry. This week, I'm honored to be joined by the singer-songwriter Neon Hitch. Neon, it's so nice to, <laughs> to chat with you. As I've said before, I, I really am a big fan, so thank you very much for taking the time to talk. I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Anytime. Uh, how's life, first of all, for you? Life just crazy for the lot of us, you know? Well, apparently, apart from if you live in New Zealand, I've just seen, then it's completely normal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for me here, um, life is life is wild. I'm, I'm staying creative, finding new ways of being creative because we're in a lockdown here currently where you're literally not allowed to leave your house. Mm. So, you know, it's very limiting. But at the same time, I am very pregnant currently. Uh, so, it, you know, it kind of works out okay for me because I have to take it very easy and take it slow and not really go anywhere. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking it all in my stride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess kind of kicking things off. I, I, I know you've discussed it before, but how is it that you got started in music? Wow. I mean, it's such a long time ago. I don't really know where I'd say I began whether it was that time that, uh, you know, my boyfriend at the time spotted me singing in the back of the car and then like he pushed me to go and work with a producer and literally from one demo, I got signed. I actually, Mabel's dad, Cameron McVeigh, he was my mm. first manager. And uh, then I got to work with the streets and, you know, started on the UK scene. And then I would probably say the most prominent thing that made my career was MySpace at the time. Because, you know, I was homeless and then I would check my MySpace and boom, I got this offer to go out to America. And it's like, um, wow. it's like a fairy tale, which I am writing a book about, actually. But uh, oh, wow. yeah, I took the opportunity. I take opportunities. That's how I've got to do any of the amazing things I've done is just because I'm not afraid to take that leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a continuous journey. I, I don't know where it started and, you know, it'll never end. It's just kind of a growing process. It's a journey. I'm along, you know, I'm on for the ride. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I guess talking about some of your, I mean, so you have this great, um, it's almost like tribal pop sound and it's, there's so much variety in your music you know you have really kind of like quiet reflective songs and then you have you know almost like dance electronic songs and is that kind of variety fairly natural for you yeah i mean i would say that my sound is very eclectic for sure you know like i have the circus influence and traveling europe and living in india and then when i went to america 
I really learned how to define the pop sensibility in writing a song, you know, from working with like all the top best people, you know, I learned kind of all of the, the little tricks and all that. And then, you know, I have an individual style and I apply that too. And so it's kind of just a big surface of sound, really. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I did want to, to ask you about, you, you did know Amy Winehouse, right? Yes. I actually have a picture up on my wall right now. I oh. look at it every day. I'm like, oh, hi, Amy. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still feel connected with her, even though she's not physically on this planet. Like I still, I feel like I communicate with her on the regular. Yeah. How did you, you two meet? I was living in a squat in London and I watched Jules Holland. I don't know if you might know about Jules Holland, but he's this guy who has kind of like new artists and, you know, established artists come and perform on his show. And I was watching it and this girl came on and sang, I think it was back, back to black that she sang. And I was like, that is it. I got to meet that girl. What a talent. <laughs> what a spirit. I love her. And then it was like a week later, I was in the park in Shoreditch and my dog ran off, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, stush, shouting stush. And this girl comes running back up to me with my dog. It was only Amy. I was like, no way. So I manifested that and um, we clicked, had a few Jack Daniels and Coke and Jack and Coke, not the naughty. And uh, yeah, and we just bonded, you know. And then our boyfriends at the time were really good friends. And um I ended up living with her and uh, yeah, she just kind of was like a big sister that I never had. And obviously yeah. the whole journey was completely wild, but I'm just happy to have known her and yeah, what an amazing woman. Yeah. I mean, it's just calling her a legend is an understatement for me. You know, it's just, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's pure. She is pure. Yeah. Uh, talking about some of, uh, you know, like your, your album reincarnation, which came out in in 2019, that uh, album, I I found it to be listening to it. Like it it is reflective, but it's also kind of commenting on, I think who you've become. And I think that is, must've been such a introspective process in terms of creating, I guess, telling that story, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. It was very different from like a lot of my other mainstream pop work. It, uh, it was a lot of honesty. I was going through a serious, deep healing process whilst creating that of kind of just getting healthy, uh, which really needed to happen because things were not looking so good for me at the time. And I managed to push through and music is the savior for me always. Yeah. And I was just open, you know, like I had a bad experience with, with meds in America, which I, gosh, I could not tell people to not take them enough as such mm. bad news. <laughs> it's a very bad yeah. downward spiral. And um, so yeah, like I was healing and just detoxifying and managed to make that album and just get all of that, all those feelings off my chest and put it into the music. So it was a big release for me. And, you know, I just felt happy to be able to share that side and be honest, really, because usually it's like, yay, let's dance, let's boom, life's great, pow, pow, you know, but sometimes you got to just be honest and be like, well, shit ain't too great right now. And this is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And did, did you find that 
the the process changed for you at all? I, I guess aside from the 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 concept or the the ideas from Anarchy, the the previous album, did you find that maybe you perhaps learned something going into the second album now that you had your uh, your base laid out? Yeah, Anarchy was more of an aggressive approach where I was like, pow, I'm independent now, raw, I'm doing the album Anarchy, I do what I want, you know, it's like very upfront and ballsy. And then I think with Reincarnation, I was like, okay, even more on my own because I went on this journey of just becoming more and more independent because... I had such a bad experience with previous managers and situations that I had to take that path. Um, But, you know, I always keep it real in my music, really. So, you know, I feel like the fans know me on a deeper level because in my music, I kind of just say it how it is. But yeah, I show a more vulnerable side in reincarnation and then the ballsy side in anarchy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Gemini, so I have it all, you know. I'm like, (laughs) there's both sides. That's the way to go. Uh, and also, you know, you were talking about how, you know, music was such a saving grace. I wanted to just tell you the, I mean, amongst many of your songs, uh, Midnight Sun, I wanted to tell you that, that with this year, of course, having been hard on, on everybody in one way or the other, that song is one I've always been able to go to for like calm and connection. And I just wanted to tell you, like, it really has helped me. And it's a very special song in my heart. Is one of my favorite songs too. So it makes oh, me happy to hear that. I actually did it. That's a wild story. I was pregnant when I did that video and I didn't know. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and things didn't work out. It was I, somehow I make the best music in the worst time of my life. Right. <laughs> Always. That's the way but it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that song. And that, that project, Happy Neon, is one of my favorite projects I've ever done. I was a big fan of Happy Perez from the work that he'd done with Frank Ocean. Mm. And uh, through my friend, David Brooke, uh, I got connected to Happy Perez and I just called him and I was like, look, I love your work. I've got this idea. Let's do an EP called Happy Neon. Boom. He comes out to New York. We get in the studio. It's all very organic. He's a great guy to work with. And it was kind of like as I was parting ways with Warner Brothers and I, you know, yeah, again, had a lot to get off my chest. But yes, yeah, some of my proudest work happening on. And now another proud moment is this. So some fuckery that happened, the manager who I had at the time took advantage of the fact that I didn't quite understand how the industry worked at the time. Mm. So she had uh, given the project to Cobalt and uh, it was distributed by Cobalt, but then she'd set it up. So she was taking all of the money. So I never seen any Jeez. money, not, not one dime for any of those sales. It all went to her. Damn. And, you know, I, I ended up learning that that was completely illegal and messed up. So I've been in this ongoing battle. And just only in the past couple months have I reached a point in Cobalt where I've got them now to transfer all of that music back to the portal that I control. Oh, they good. still have not given me my money, <laughs> but I do have the music back. So, good. yeah. Can you believe that shit even happens? No. Like, what's wrong with people no it's i like i i'm i'm in a in a music business program now and you know uh, going into it i i I guess i was similar where i i didn't really think of people actually doing that kind of thing but hearing the stories you know even from you know from yourself it's crazy you know just the 
kind of conniving way people can go about that kind of industry, you know? I just really went on this independent path to just learn and to be able to make my own decisions and, you know, take the, uh, the money for sales myself. If that's my music that I'm putting out, that surely that should go to me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. simple things like that. But, um, yeah, on that note, I've decided to put out a free mixtape. Um, it's a new interesting project that I'd like to share with you. Please. So while I've been in lockdown, you know, it's like I've got all these songs that are kind of like just ideas, but they're all freestyles, yeah? And it's a way that people can see my creative process in the studio because I just go in the booth and I freestyle a song. And then later, you know, I'll come back or tweak the producer, I'll edit it, da 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 but I've decided to release a whole mixtape for free because times are hard for everybody right yeah. now. And I just think they deserve a bit of, you know, uplifting music, something inspiring for free. So well, I'm going to be releasing that in the next few weeks. So, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I've just been listening all the way through. I pieced it together the other morning and I was like, pow, this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like interactive where people can decide which songs they think are their favorites and I oh. should finish. Hey, but, that's um, awesome. Thanks. And then I have a little thing where like, I have like a 301 tribe. I don't know if you know about it. 301 is a very prominent number in my journey. But So I've got these 301 necklaces, which a bunch of fans have and they initially were if you have this necklace you get into my shows free for life but obviously oh, yeah. there's no shows right now so instead i'm giving them the music first so anyone who has the 301 necklace they prove to me that they got it by sending a picture and i send them the mixtape that's um, awesome so yeah that's something that's coming up next and then on march 5th i um I've signed a deal with UFO Records for a few single releases. And on March 5th, we're going to be releasing a single called Una Locora, more of a Latin EDM vibe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the mixtape is coming out before then. So I'm excited to have new music out. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, as we were talking about, you know, music has kind of been a saving grace for uh, a lot of people with, you know, with everything going on. So that's... That's great that you're doing that. That's just, I mean, that'll make people's day, make their year. <laughs> yeah. sure. That's it. You know, it's like, I hate just having music on a hard drive, collecting dust. It's just, nah, man, not about it. So sharing yeah. music. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I, I guess speaking of, are there any, uh, any artists that you've been listening to uh, recently that you've been enjoying? Well, I've really been focused on just making music. I've got a home studio set up now and just kind of like getting into the flow of like not even having collaborators. So just right. really been internal. And, you know, I've got into doing production. I've got Logic and, you know, I've got all my instruments set up and I'm just trying to stay in my head, in my zone. So to not be too swayed, whenever I'm creating a project, I don't tend to look out for inspiration i look in right yeah so yeah <laughs> i guess you'll hear what i share and then you know you'll get a vibe <laughs> yeah 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 uh well now with us having touched on the your music videos you know you've got some i mean just great music videos is it what's the the process like for you in getting those made are you thinking of an idea from the song like here this is the kind of thing i want to do or is it someone else kind of coming and in to help you figure out the the visual 
message of the the video no i'm very hands-on with my artistry uh like for an example you know um i got this song don't talk about it that came out on trap nation and so for that video they ended up going ahead and shooting it without me which i wasn't too pleased about but anyway i came up with the concept i told them the whole idea over the phone i was stuck in england at the time and they're out in the states so I guess they just rolled with the idea. But yeah, like even down to the detail, I was like, okay, I see this tape like crossed over my mouth. You know, I'm doing like these back flips and da, da, da. They ended up taking the idea and shooting it with another girl. But the video still happened. <laughs> um, so that was a not, not one of my favorite situations. But yeah, I always come up with uh, the concept of the video. And then whoever the director is, I, I chat to them and... You know, we kind of build it out together, flesh it out. For, um, I know you want it. I pieced that all together myself. I got an Airbnb up in the mountains in LA. Nice. And I was like, all right, guys, we can do this. Show that side <laughs> of me. Duh, duh, duh. You know, I want my hair like this. Yeah. One of my favorite ones I pieced together was Vendetta. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My friend Kayla, who did my hair, who's actually also just had a baby too now, but she had this snake. So I was like, look, bring your snake. We'll bring a male stripper. We had a coffin and we all just drove out to the desert. <laughs> it's like, Perfect. all right, this is, this is the plan guys. Just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they probably thought it was mental, but I liked the videos. So it worked. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the elevator pitch. You know, that's, that'll get people intrigued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well now doing videos. Yeah. Uh, well, how about with, with touring? I mean, uh, of course, you know, touring can be such a great thing. What has it, has it been like for you touring, you know, perhaps uh, touring with other artists or even uh, connecting with an audience? I've had some great experiences with tours, like, you know, opening up for 50 Cent in the UK, going on tour with the streets, an example. And then obviously in America, getting to do Madison Square Garden twice, oh, man. Jingle Ball tour. Like I've had some really incredible experiences. Um, they're all very different, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just feel the most at home because I grew up in a bus and with a traveling community. It's like when I'm on tour, I'm on the road, you know, it's like right. it's me in my element. So um, <laughs> I just can't wait until things are flowing and I'm back on the road. That is my home. Yeah. Yeah, and I know uh, talking about uh, collaborations, I know you uh, worked with Kesha, right? Yeah, yeah. Quite a while ago. But yeah, I mean, we just, I was, uh, I was just reminiscing on that the other day because it was the anniversary of the album coming out. But yeah, it was cool. Like that was one of the first projects that me and Benny did together. She came over to our apartment at the time came in with like feathers in her hair and I was, Oh my God, we're basically related. We just clicked, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I'm really close with her mum, PB as well. Who's a fantastic songwriter. Um, and yeah, you know, we just, we had a good time. We kind of parted ways with, you know, music and the industry can kind of take you away on your path. And sure. you do, you do tend to lose contact with people, which is kind of sad, you know, but I guess mm. that's just how it is really. Yeah. But yeah, it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> are there any, I mean, we, we've touched on some songs already. Are there any, any songs, uh, any other ones in particular that you feel the most close to or that you're the most proud of in, in, in a sense, maybe 
getting to where you are that have really um, impacted you the most? I think, yeah, on a personal level, I think some of the other Happy Neon songs like Pink Fields, mm, you know, yeah. I think that one's really special to me. Born to be Remembered personally is one of my favorites. But then I just get really hyped to know that I did Ask Back Home and like all these incredible pop songs, you know. So uh, I love I love them all for many different reasons, really. And I also love like the EDM ones. Like, I really love the song I did with Jason Paris called No Warning. Oh, I yeah. just I feel like I get like goosebumps when I hear that. You know, it's got like <laughs> mm-hmm. a great vibe to perform live. Uh, and Devil with Cash Cash, that's one of my favorites with Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like there's so much diversity. There's something to love in every track, depending on what mood you're in, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. And uh, also with you, you having, you know, gotten this breakthrough through MySpace is something, is social media now something you still enjoy doing in terms of being able to, to share and connect with people? media a little bit awkward i think Mm. (laughs) most people know i'm not you know like i'm a real artist i like real connection i like to be able to look people in the eye like that's why i love touring and stuff i don't like having to do social media like it's a job and that that side of things kind of frustrates me i know it's part of the whole thing but i just i can't really get down with it i don't know why <laughs> i'm no, just no. not that into it really mm. you know yeah it, it feels a little false so i share when i feel like i have something to share i don't share because i have to and i'm like oh let's do this and like, i don't know i'm just it's just not for me so much really <laughs> yeah you know I, I i'm the same way i mean i just post it like posting photos. I mean, like I'm totally fine to, you know, share what I've been doing, but as you said, something about it just feels false and, you know, being in the the pandemic and, you know, being isolated, that makes it even harder because you aren't seeing many reactions, you know, because you aren't able to see people in person a lot of the time. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been finding it hard to kind of gather inspiration as well. Being in lockdown, it's like, you're looking at four walls, you know, you're doing things. It's very monotonous. And it's like, I don't want to go on social media to moan. And there's not really that much to share, is there? You know, mm. it's like, well, this is my house again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then all, it just seems like such an effort to do these TikTok things and stuff. And I'm just, oh, I just can't wrap my head around it. I feel like my time is better spent working on music, writing my book, creating, you know, mm. I don't know something yeah. with more substance yeah and yeah i mean this pandemic has kind of forced people to like c- create things and you know I, I mean that's had some some great results even if the i guess the motivation has been not so nice yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well it is what it is it's been great for some people but for me it's not really made me want to do social media more it's just made me want to do it less yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> You're not, yeah, you're not uh, wrong there. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is. Sorry. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I haven't been creating. It's just I haven't been sharing everything that I'm creating, you know? Exactly, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's so nice talking to you, Neon. And I, is there anything else, you know, in, in particular that I, I haven't touched on that you'd like to bring up? I mean, there are, you know, countless things we could talk about, but I always just like to ask to make sure. <laughs> 
Well, I am expecting a little baby girl on February 15th. That's quite big news. <laughs> yes, that's that's probably the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> quite big news, yeah. So yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. And then I'm really excited for this mixtape before the single Una Lucor on March 5th. So that's kind of my little my little humble plan that I got going on over here, you know? And yeah. um, I just wish everyone health, you know, and sanity. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's, all, that's all we really need to have right now. Just, I know, I know. Just the simple things in life, you know? It's made us grateful <laughs> for just the smallest things. So, yeah. 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 Just, I'm very optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's... You kind of you kind of need to be right now, and so I just <laughs> making making it through the day is you know an accomplishment in its own right. <laughs> Everybody's doing so great. Keep it up, positivity yeah. all the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Nian. I mean, uh, thank you again for taking the time to chat. You know, as I said, you know, your music has really helped me in a, in a lot of ways, and you're welcome back whenever you would like. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, yeah, it was nice to have a chat. I hope you like the mixtape. I'll, I'll have to send you a private link. Oh, thank you. Exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, be- best wishes with, with the baby. And, you know, just please, you know, stay safe. And yeah, I, I just I wish you the best with all of that. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right, everybody, I think that is about it for the show this week. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on your way out. Thank you very much. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Music Buds. Check out themusicbuds.com. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And we'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.